Welcome back to your Daily Dose. It's me, your old pal, Nick. Bob and I aren't super competitive, but in this episode, you'll hear us talk about who can finish a crossword puzzle faster. And in round one of this challenge, Bob won handily. In round two, we shall see. But it'll probably be Bob again. Enjoy. Greek letters are easy to put into a crossword. Well, because they have good letters in them. The capital of Greece? Yeah, I know. Come on. Can I tell you something? I paused for a second. Because I wasn't just, I wasn't remembering my standard world capital memory. Because Athens is clearly one of the world capitals that I would know. But I stopped for a minute and I'm like, oh, is this obscure? Are they trying to trick me? Do I know this one? And uh, and I did. It can't be that easy. (laughs) You know, I keep doing the... um, I can't remember if I've told you this, but I do the crossword in the Washington Post. Oh, yeah. Because I really like the online version of it. It's really easy to use, and it has three versions. So there's the daily crossword that has a Sunday. Mm-hmm. There's the Sunday crossword. Mm-hmm. And then there's this one, the classic crossword, which is super hard. That's harder than the Sunday? Uh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. all right. Um, and sometimes I'll finish one and I'll be like, it'll tell you how much uh, time you took. Oh yeah. So I'm like, I kind of want to send this to Bob to see if he can beat me. Oh man, do it. Do it. I'm not really, I don't think I'm that great at time. When I say that, whenever I see the standard time on crossword puzzles that I take, I do, I do it in about a third of that time. Yeah. But when I have the pressure on me. I'm, I suck. I mean, I just, I, I force errors on myself. Why don't we do this? Cause I'm not doing it. Like I don't look at it from a competitive nature. I'm not going at it like, Oh, I got to finish this as quickly as possible. Yeah, yeah. Why don't I finish it? And it has to be one that I finish without any kind of cheating okay. or anything else. And if you take some time away, it doesn't, um, like if you close it out and you come back to it, it doesn't charge you for that time. Oh, so it's not okay. like two days, 14 hours. It's <laughs> like, oh, uh, you know, 37 minutes, uh, hour 15, whatever It's like it is. words with friends, but with a time delay kind yeah. of a thing. I yeah, like so it. So I will just send you the link to it, okay. and I won't tell you. I'll do a screen cap of how long it took me. Okay. All right. And okay. then, but I'm I won't tell that. you how long it is. <laughs> All right. You're on. It's really not for anything, for I, any reason. I do a crossword every day. I, yeah. I It's one part of my constitutional. I don't feel right if I stop my crossword in the middle of the day and walk away from it and then have to come back to it. Usually some something gets screwy with my biorhythm if I yeah. do that. And also I have uh, psychic crosswords. Have I talked to you about this? Psychic crosswords? Yeah. I, if I have a conversation about an obscure thing with somebody, oh, yeah. the next crossword I do, the word will be Shows up. Yeah. It's just, it blows yeah. my mind. Yeah. And it, it'd be different that. if it was in the other direction, right? Because if I got the obscure clue in the crossword and then all of a sudden it came up in conversation, well, it was already in my brain. Yeah. But this goes in the opposite direction because it went from my brain to the crossword writer's brain, or it's so I'm imagining. I like that too because I used to read quite a bit. And uh, even when I was reading like Archie Comics or something like that, mm. there'd be a word in there that I didn't know. Like I remember the first time I saw the word Eureka. Which you're going to look at it and go, I, what, what is, is that? that? <laughs> and then somebody on television said Eureka out loud, like they were discovering something. And I remembered in the comic, it looked like he was discovering something. It was like, oh, okay. Oh, that's what that means. That's kind of osmosis, right? Yeah. That's learning that way. I am, I've started this habit of asking Siri in the middle of novels, what words mean, which is <laughs> delightful. If she's paying attention, it can actually hear the word but like lugubrious. I learned this word like oh, two yeah. days ago. You know what lugubrious is? It's when you have too much phlegm. <laughs> okay, that's a better definition than what it turned out to be. It's lugubrious is uh, kind of a sadness, uh, oh. um, 
uh, melancholy of sorts. Yeah. So if someone's lugubrious, they're kind of sad and kind of low. But so would you say it like, what's the level of sadness? Because it seems like you would have a, a rainbow of sadness <laughs> words. Yeah, I don't, I don't know right now with all the other sadness words where they fit in the uh, lineup, except for like kind of sad to suicidal. Yeah. All right. That's the range. But there's like 500 words that describe that range of emotion. When I would even take that out because a melancholy is a different type of sadness to me. Because that's just like, oh, I'm regretting this small thing or oh, yeah. I miss this. Yeah. You know, it's not like super sad and it's like a, it's sort of a conscious sadness. Yeah. Something hanging over everything yeah. that you do. Right. Yeah. I, I get that. Melancholy. Uh, then uh, depressed. I think that's a little more serious. Yeah, that's, that's way more serious. More. Melancholy almost has a whimsy to it, I think. I, I remember going back to reading a lot as a kid, like seeing heroes always had like something wrong. Like yeah. Luke Skywalker had, and that's not reading because that was a movie, obviously, <laughs> had, uh, you know, dead parents or whatever. Yeah. As it turned out, not one of them All wasn't right. dead. Oh, spoiler alert. Um <laughs> But, you know, everyone had something that was hanging over them. And I was like, I would like that. So I tried to walk with a certain amount of melancholy. I tried to act like I regretted stuff or I had these things that happened to me or a long lost love. And I would look, you know, longingly out the window of the bus when we were going on a field trip. Hopefully somebody would ask me questions about this <laughs> made up. That never happened. That definitely I, never happened. Okay. I love this. This it, What it is, is it comes from desiring attention. Yeah. Right? But think about it. Every Disney main character has got something that has that reason to be depressed. Oh, yeah. I mean, and usually it involves their parents. Dead parents. And so we have this example set for us that says, you want to be the star of the show? Have something to be miserable yeah. about. So I, I don't know if that's such a, it's amazing to me that, that the bastion of family entertainment starts almost every animated movie created by killing the parents. <laughs> like, yeah. Don't they know who's paying for these movies? Don't they know who's bringing those kids and, to, and buying the merchandise to this stuff? I mean, it's like, I kind of feel a little resentment for that. Well, I mean, it's, it's a shortcut. There's all sorts of shortcuts in movies, but if you want somebody to be a hero to overcome... yeah. You give them something big. You give them something big, right? Okay. I buy that. It's like being a schmuck in a movie. (laughs) You have to establish that pretty early on. So you have them say something that you wouldn't normally have somebody say. You have them do something like a hit and run or something like that. Or, you know, you have the the hero moment of saving the cat from the tree. You have the villain throw the cat in the tree. Yeah. Once again, my buddy Nick summarizes a very complex relationship in the simplest of terms. Cats and trees. It's good to know that your daily dose is the place you can tune in for all of life's most profound and hilarious metaphors. Soak it up, my friends. That wraps up another episode of our podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in. We'll catch you next time.